Half a day, and welcome to episode 16 of the Take Note podcast. My name is Chris Harper. Every day on Harvest Family Radio Guam, we spend an hour discussing a theme or topic from the Word of God. The passage of Scripture and lesson outline we feature on that radio program is brought to you in a 10-minute recap on this podcast, minus the music. No need to be a regular radio listener to find these episodes valuable, but if you do want to find out more about our station or about the radio program, go to khmg.org, khmg.org. Today, we want to ask you to take note of Luke chapter 10, verses 25 through 37. A lawyer comes to Jesus with a question in our passage of the day. He doesn't ask the question honestly, and he isn't looking for a real answer. He does so to test Jesus. The Savior answers with a question, and eventually a parable. That parable will be our focus today as we read about a Samaritan man and what the Scripture says about him. He had compassion. This passage contains a well-known parable many call the Good Samaritan. It's made enough of an impact through the years in our society that we refer to people as Good Samaritans when they stop and help someone or provide assistance to a stranger. Most people could recite the general outline of this parable by heart. But the context, as is often the case, is really helpful in providing a better understanding. We pick it up in verse 25 of Luke 10. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said unto him, What is written in the law? How readest thou? And he answering said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. And he said unto him, Thou hast answered right. Do this, and thou shalt live. Well, these four verses read like the beginning and ending of a story. A question is asked, clarified, and then answered. But the account doesn't end there. In fact, many of the key details come later. The question is, what can I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus wants to know how this teacher of Mosaic law reads it for himself. How does he understand it? Well, the lawyer quotes from Deuteronomy 6, 5, which says, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might, adding a little portion from Leviticus chapter 19, verse 18, and the end of the verse, But thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. These are attitudes and actions that come forth of a trust and a commitment to God. Love for the Lord and love for your neighbor are a result of faith. And Jesus says, yes, live with this kind of commitment. This expert in the law was not satisfied. In fact, he sought to justify himself. And he responds with another question, verse 29 of Luke 10. But he, willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, And who is my neighbor? The parable that answers this question will get to the heart of the lawyer's problem. It was an answer for him, but for us as well. The lawyer had an advantage, though, in that he understood the cultural significance, which we can miss if we're not careful. It's important that we learn or at least remind ourselves who Samaritans are. 
This is a pretty good summary from the Blue Letter Bible website. It says the Samaritans were a group of people who lived in Samaria, an area north of Jerusalem. They were half Jews and half Gentiles. When Assyria captured the northern kingdom of Israel in 721 BC, some were taken into captivity while others left behind. The ones left behind intermarried with the Assyrians. Thus, these people were neither fully Hebrews nor fully Gentiles. The Samaritans had their own unique copy of the first five books of the scripture, as well as their own unique system of worship. At the time of Jesus, the Jews and the Samaritans did not deal with one another. Jesus, however, ministered to the people of Samaria, preaching the good news to them. Again, that's from the Blue Letter Bible, just a quotation from their website. We need to make mental note of this definition before we go on. Verse 30 is where we start again. And Jesus answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. Well, this is clearly a serious situation. A man's been left for dead along the road by thieves. He clearly needs help. In our day, we may have been on our phones immediately calling an ambulance, informing law enforcement. Complaints may have been issued to the village mayor or the governor about the disgraceful state of public safety. All this would have been merited. This is a serious thing. But this is what happened here. Verse 31. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him. And he went to him and he bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine. And he set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Well, it's hard to imagine a better outcome for the man left half dead, a true helper, a genuinely compassionate stranger, someone with integrity, one who takes responsibility and does what is required, has come upon him. Remember the answer to our question about the inheritance of eternal life and the answer Jesus agreed with, the one that said we should show genuine evidence of faith in God by loving him and loving those he created, our neighbors? This parable gets to the heart of it. The test of our neighborliness is not in proximity or in country of origin or in shared culture or shared experience. It's a test of our compassion that must certainly come forth of commitment to the God of compassion. Let's continue in Luke 10, verse 36. Which now of these three thinkest thou, Jesus says to this lawyer, was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, he that showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said unto him, go and do thou likewise. Compassion, as this lawyer admitted, is something concrete. It's not just a feeling. It means actions, not just words. 
Compassion doesn't say this is a job for someone else. It does not say someone ought to do something. No, it means getting your own hands dirty. It means work and personal expense. It's a heart attitude that's evidenced through action. Go and do thou as Jesus said, likewise. Well, you've been listening to the Take Note podcast, and my name is Chris Harper. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org, and every week we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for listening.